What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Masters of the Cultureverse. I'm your friendly neighborhood blurred, Caleb Edward Edley, here with my co-host, as always, the invincible Clay Stroman. How's it going, Clay? What's up, big man? I'm doing good. How are you feeling today, Caleb? I'm tell pretty... me, tell me, tell me everything. Tell me, tell me the thoughts and feelings that you've had today. Well, uh, work was, you know, all right, whatever. Don't really want to get into it, but I'm pretty excited about this because we are live streaming our first podcast right now um yeah. so if you're watching us on twitch right now thank you hello twitch um i'm also recording this so hi cora Cora's here so maybe we can put it on youtube like we were doing before but it'll be a, a better quality so i don't know it's an exciting day i love i love the uh the high twitch the shout out to twitch with the uh the plethora of viewers that we have here um hey it says we've got three in there right now Oh, three. I'm seeing two. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure two of them are bots, but it's fine. We've got we've got three viewers. As long as there's one actual person, doesn't matter who it is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all we really need. Yeah. What's up, Twitch? We really mean Jess. <laughs> hello, Jess. Oh, she says hello. Oh man. All right. So Clay, what you been reading? What you watching? Look, man, so I've been on a really big like true crime spree. Well, okay, not spree. I've been, <laughs> you've on, been a... <laughs> on a true crime spree. Okay. <laughs> I've been on a true crime spree. So if you've heard of the uh the Charlotte um I don't know what crimes am I doing? If you've heard of the Charlotte dog napper, mm-hmm. there's been a person going around Charlotte stealing dogs from people who are bad dog owners. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, so that's me. But no, I've been watching. I've been watching a lot of true crime stuff on Netflix. I've been listening to a lot of like true crime podcasts. Um, recently, I have watched the the album or sorry the uh, the Bundy tapes, the Ted Bundy tapes on Netflix. I've also watched. Let's see. I've also watched Hotel Cecil. Have you heard of that one? I don't think I've heard of that one. Wait, is that the one with the girl who went missing in the hotel? Yeah. Then yes, I have yeah. heard of it actually. Yeah. They. Spoiler alert. Do you want to know where they found her? I didn't. They find her in the water tank. In the water tank, she was there for 19 days, and the people mm-hmm. were drinking the water that was coming from it. Yikes. Guests were complaining about the water being brown and tasting awful, and uh, they did this whole search for her. They couldn't find her, and then the maintenance man went up to check the water tank because the water was brown, mm-hmm. and uh, there she was. Yeah. Yeah, that was, was a weird one though, right? Because like there was a video of her getting the into the elevator. Yeah. yeah. The elevator video was like, it was like notorious. It was like infamous for months, and mm-hmm. the whole internet was going nuts over it because the video itself was so bizarre. You look at the video and you're like, the girl is so paranoid. She's peeking out of the elevator mm-hmm. really quickly and like hiding in the elevator, and then so you're like, someone's got to be after her. There's got to be something going on, and then you realize, wait, she's just bipolar and she was having a trip and mm-hmm. she put herself in the water tank wow is, is, is that is that like confirmed oh or yeah. is that just yeah, the reigning theory it's, it's pretty confirmed in it so there were a ton of theories going around because they had found this like death metal singer who who is from mexico who sing he has a song called china she was chinese mm-hmm. he sings about murdering girls a lot wow. um i mean it, ghosts definitely had something to do with it for sure right, right uh, of i don't course. i don't think like you can't just do that on your own right she had to have some sort of accomplice and i think she was like in cahoots with a ghost at least mm-hmm. but but yeah they blamed the, the whole internet blamed this guy who was this death metal singer who who in the internet's defense this guy was making songs about killing young women and music videos of like chasing women through the woods and killing them so it's like and he was in the hotel a month before but he wasn't in the hotel the week that she was there mm-hmm. but this guy got like depressed and they had him on the show interviewing and he like was such a he seemed like such a nice guy and you know the internet just basically destroyed him like he got like really low i think he almost tried to take his own life at one point because of it wow yeah so at the end of the day he just said i was just one of hotel cecil's victims you know and this was this was a hotel that they partially based the american horror story hotel season off of right right i think that's why i know about that because i mean i'd heard about that from like i don't know like an unsolved mysteries or i have watched a bunch of random youtubes and shit but um no yeah crazy crazy stuff yeah crazy stuff and then uh evil genius is another good one on netflix um that's the one with the bomb right yeah yeah they strap a bomb to a guy and they make him rob a bank Mm -hmm. yeah it's pretty crazy there's a bunch of other stuff going on too it's like they're like they're like hillbilly genius they're like hillbilly masterminds it's pretty crazy um and then this podcast called morbid that mm-hmm. we've been listening to that's really good. 
I went to DC this past weekend and we were just listening to all these podcasts on the way back. Okay. And uh, the episode in particular was about Tyler Hadley who killed both of his parents mm -hmm. and then threw a party in the house. And the party went on for like two days mm -hmm. while his parents' bodies were in the house. It was this whole big thing. It was, it was honestly like nuts, but yeah. the girls, but these girls on the morbid podcast are like hilarious going through going through this case and just talking about all the details and it's it's a really good listen so i'll check it uh, out listen, yeah so morbid on uh, i mean it's on spotify it's on apple podcast mm -hmm. and it's the tyler hadley case tyler hadley all right yeah definitely check what about out. you what have you been up to uh well i haven't really been watching too much tv um but you know we're, we're on our thursday night movie kick so last thursday was um fargo which this was one that neither of us had seen pretty good i i enjoyed it um i've never seen it. it's fairly old right yeah i think it's like uh 80s. 90 it's in the 90s it's in the okay. 90s but um you know it's it's good um <laughs> i will say at the beginning it says based on a true story and so we went this whole movie like is this really based on a true story because there's some kind of like fucked up shit happening um I looked it up at the end. It's not really based on a true story, but the Coen brothers were trying to like subvert the based on a true story thing that was like big back when they made this movie. Gotcha. Um, so that's it. But I mean, great performances. You got Steve Buscemi, who's always entertaining. Uh, mm -hmm. Frances McDormand, she was like carrying the movie basically. Um, she just was in an Oscar movie, right? Yeah, which we will talk about soon. And she's won an Oscar um, for three yeah. billboards, um, I'm, I'm pretty which, sure. Which is a pretty solid movie. I haven't seen Nomadland. I have not seen Nomadland or three billboards. Um, but yeah, no, I haven't, can't can't really think of uh, much TV I've been watching besides like Falcon and Winter Soldier and, and stuff. I've, I've mostly, I got a new computer, so I've mostly been playing with that and, uh, yeah. and, and whatnot. I will say that. You know, you know how I went on this big. So I did go on a spree recently, but it was buying comics when I was in Asheville a few weeks ago. Remember sure, I yeah, that? I remember. Yeah, so now I've been getting. I just been like getting more comics now. So mm -hmm. I did get. I did get another recent one. I'm gonna flash it real quick. Flash it. He's about to flash the camera, guys. Viewer oh. discretion advised. Sounds like an old man. Okay, so the most recent pickup is Batman: The Long Halloween. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, which which a lot of people say the Battinson movie, aka mm -hmm. the Batman, aka I Am Vengeance, uh, is a lot of people think that it's going to be based off of this because this is year two of Batman, mm -hmm. which is when that movie takes place. So this is, yeah, uh, yeah. I've I've read like parts of this on the internet. I know it's mm -hmm. one of the most like famous ones, so I'm mm -hmm. I'm uh, ready to get into it. Remind me, is this the the Two Face one? Yeah, two faces in it, penguins in it, catwoman's mm -hmm. in it. It's it's pretty much it's stacked. Pretty much everybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Harvey Dent becoming Two Face. Right, right, right. Stuff. Jokers, Jokers in it for a good bit. It takes place uh, a lot of it takes place on Christmas, so that's cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, let's move on to announcements, shouts, questions. First announcement, first live episode. I said at the beginning, but I just want to reiterate Twitch tv slash noble progeny if you're here we appreciate you hi jess hi pablo hi everybody else who's watching um love you guys we we do we truly do um and we've got actually two emails whoa i just spit all over the place we've got two emails from the same person from sheridan um so thank you for writing in sheridan and we'll start with her first question Given we are 40 days from the premiere of Katie's season of The Bachelor Bachelorette and that her intro video dropped this week, I was wondering what are your thoughts on her sexual interest in ghosts? Since her season wrapped early, do you think she ends up happily with one of the contestants or is holding out for her childhood crush of Casper the Ghost? And she sent a um, TikTok for reference because I had no idea what the fuck she was talking about with this ghost thing. Um, but... You'll be able to hear and see. Who's masturbating more than they normally do? <laughs> I swear, there was a day where I did it three times just because I was bored and I could. <laughs> it's like when you're hungry and you open the fridge throughout the day, but it's like the same stuff is in there. It's not any better, but you just keep doing it. Like, I'm literally getting tired of getting off on my own. In fact, I went to Pornhub for the first time. That was an experience. <laughs> I'll save that for another video. Um... But yeah, last night, my phone fell off the nightstand by itself. And so my first thought was, that was a fucking ghost. And then literally my second thought was, I wonder if ghosts can have sex. Like, if this ghost wanted to fuck me, like, I would let him. 
or her. Like, whatever. Just, you're a ghost. I don't care. It'd be the most action I've had in months. I was like, where does this stem from? And then I remembered Casper. Casper was the first movie where I started feeling, like, tingly feelings over a cartoon. <laughs> be honest. So, that that's the video for reference. Okay. Um, All right, Katie. So... So we already kind of segued into this a little bit with our our hotel Cecil ghost talk. We did unknowingly because okay. you hadn't you hadn't heard that question. Right. Interesting. Okay. So uh, I did not know okay. that her season ended early. Yeah, they wrapped it early. Um, who sent me something? Did you send me that? Or no, it couldn't no. have been. I just said I didn't know. Oh, dude. <laughs> so right as we were getting up, so I thought you sent me it because right as we were getting on here, I opened up Instagram just to like see if I missed anything. And it was the first um, the first post on there talking mm -hmm. about how they wrapped early. It was like Katie took control. She took the rose ceremony so seriously and she was mm -hmm. just like on her shit for the whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, maybe she had like a, a ghost by her side during that, just keeping her like like sexual, like keeping a sexual like tension mm -hmm. that just like kept her sharp. Maybe, maybe. Um, if if it wrapped early though, I, I feel like she she's probably going to, not pull a full Claire, but like she's gonna send people home like quick, not like just yeah, like waste people's send time. Them, send them home on one on ones. I mm -hmm. can see that being a big thing for her. Yeah. So I don't. So I don't think she's holding out for a ghost, uh, Sheridan. I just think she's um, probably sending people home super quick. And uh, Jessica in the chat says, "Coolest bachelorette ever." Yes, Honestly. we all love Katie. Katie rocks, and she. You know, I, I kind of thought maybe the dildo thing was a little bit of a gimmick. Apparently um, not. <laughs> apparently not. Or she's just like leaning full force into it, but I don't think so. I think that's just her. I think she's. I think she's pretty real when mm -hmm. it comes down to it. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, she's dope. She mm -hmm. she rocks. It's yeah. gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun season. Yeah. And we need we need something like that. I feel you. Next question, based on the summary for the show Loki, he oh. joins the Time Variance Agency. The secretive organization keeps track of the various timelines in the multiverse, tweaking some and eliminating others it deems too dangerous to exist, generally keeping the citizens of the timelines from traveling back and forth in time and changing the past or the future. So her question is, do you think this show will erase the ending of Endgame and bring Iron Man back to life and erase the timeline where Cap goes back in time and grows old, therefore also erasing Falcon and Winter Soldier? Hashtag Marvelception. Um, so can I say something right off the bat? Of course. First of all, thank you for the question, Sherry. They, they were so well thought out, so well worded. Mm -hmm. um, thank you for the effort that you've put into contributing to this show. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, I do have thoughts, but you can go ahead, Caleb. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, it's a good question. It is a good question. I don't think that they will go back and erase in-game, though, because I no. think it, 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 it would just cheapen it if they did that, you know? It was yep. so profound and so much happened, and it was, like, such a big buildup that if they just went back and was like, all right, psych, never mind, I don't think it would it would carry the same weight. And I know, like, in the comics that happens all the time, but, like, I feel like movies are a little different. They're a little bit more concrete. Like, sure, people can come back, but I think the, the stakes and, and the concreteness of movies are a little different than the comic books. Yeah, I agree. You know, Tony Tony was the biggest death in the MCU, right? Mm -hmm. It was yeah. super impactful. Mm -hmm. It kind of informed what they were doing in multiple movies going forward, especially with Spider-Man and things like that. So, like, they're not going to just reverse that. And we also know that a big part of the Loki show is him basically being tasked with, like, kind of cleaning up some of these timelines, right? Because mm -hmm. he took the, took the Tesseract and kind of fucked a lot of things up. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. We know there's going to be multiple versions of Loki mm -hmm. from different timelines and essentially different like parallel kind of universes mm -hmm. in a way mm -hmm. um but no i don't i don't think they're going to reverse anything i think i think steve kind of made his own little timeline in the past that he used as like his home for a little bit right he might learn a little bit more about what he was doing during that'd that be time. cool that'd be cool and his and his contributions to like some of the other events that that were like happening during that time mm -hmm. um but no i don't think they're going to erase anything but I am super pumped for Loki uh, to see what they're going to do with all these different timelines and all these different versions of Loki. Same. And in that, um, <clears throat> I'm predicting right now. So, you know, that suit that they show him in, in the trailer, it's a green suit with a shirt and tie underneath it. And he's got, it's like a ripped, one of the shoulders is ripped. There's like some fuzz coming out. Oh, like he's got vote like, for... he's got like the crown on. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm predicting that that's going to be a big uh, Halloween costume this year, or at least like a big cosplay this year. 
Oh, oh, that's a good. I, I believe easy, it. Easy, easy to do and kind of a dope getup. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. Well, thank you, Sherry, for the questions. Um, if you awesome guys, cues. yes, very. If you have any questions you want to send in to us, uh, email us at masters.cultureverse at gmail.com, or you can send us a DM on Instagram at masters.cultureverse. Uh, All right, Clay, take us away with sports. Okay, so the only thing I really want to touch on is the fact that we have the NFL draft tomorrow. Okay. Yep, so uh, so draft season is upon us. We've got some trades happening. We've got teams, you know, obviously a bunch of mock drafts going around, people speculating what team's going to pick up who. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the first picks are already kind of set in stone, but that's that's the, the main thing that we'll be talking about next week. Okay. Um, the Panthers, they have the number eight pick. So Caleb, do you do you count yourself as a, you know like kind of a main Panthers fan? Like is that your main team? That is my only team, right, Jess? Okay. Uh, uh, this backstory. So I liked both the Panthers and the Chargers because I was born in California and I okay. was raised in North Carolina. Um, sure. But Jessica always talked shit. She's like, "You need to pick one team." And I was like, "No, That's I fair. don't." But then, but then she's like, one day she's like, "All right, you got to pick one team." Fine, and. It, it just so happened this was the year that they moved out of San Diego. So I was like, all right, fine. Panthers all the way. I've lived here a lot longer than I was in um, California. And I was like yep. raised here in this blah, 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 blah. So bottom line is, yes, Panthers all the way. Okay, cool. Um, so have you seen that the Panthers uh, traded away Teddy Bridgewater today? I just saw that about 30 minutes before we started recording. Yep. So they traded him for next to nothing. They got a sixth round pick mm-hmm. after giving the dude... Thirty-one million dollars. He, mm-hmm. he played fifteen games, mm-hmm. so uh, you do the math. That's a little over two thousand, two million dollars a game. Wow! Almost said two thousand, which would have been terrible math. <laughs> um, and then they traded for Sam Darnold. So you're aware that he's the guy in Carolina now. Yep. Yep. So he comes from the Jets. Never really seen anything that I'm super sold on with the dude, mm-hmm. but he's an improvement over Teddy Bridgewater. He's never been on a team with weapons like the Panthers have. They have some of the best wide receivers they have the best running back mm-hmm. and they have a lot better coaching staff so he's never had a coach before or weapons like this so he should be decent mm-hmm. but now that they've traded away teddy bridgewater i was thinking before that they would pick up like an offensive lineman or a cornerback there's even a lot of talk that they'll like trade back maybe try to get try to pick up another draft pick in the second round or something and trade back to like a later spot in the first round where they can just pick up safely an offensive lineman or a cornerback or something. Mm-hmm. But now I think, and I think, and I think it would be really exciting if they did this. I think they draft a quarterback and I think it's going to be Justin Fields. I was going to, I was going to mention that if you didn't stay, I was, I was like, I've heard a lot of people speculating that they're trying to make a, a play for yeah. fields. Yeah. So they, they went to his pro day um, at Ohio state and it was like public that they liked what they saw. You know, they sent, they sent like a, a whole team of people to go watch him play. And it seems like if they were to draft a quarterback, that's who it would be. And there's mm-hmm. a really good chance that he'll still be on the board by the eighth pick. Mm-hmm. Um, so with me not being sold on Stammy Darnold as the, the future guy forever, mm-hmm. it may be a one and done thing where they signed him to two years, just like Teddy, but maybe they try him for a year. I'm sure they're optimistic about him, but we'll see what happens because um, I mean, the draft is basically going to tell everything. If they right. trade back, we know they're not going for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they keep their pick, I think they go with Fields, and I'm cool with that. I think he's got potential to be a stud. People are kind of sleeping on him a little bit. So question. Yep. Um, so we have Sam Darnold. We think we're going for Fields. Uh, if we do get Fields, what does that mean for Sam Darnold? So he's he's going to be the guy. So he's you, going to be the guy. Okay. okay. Um, I think the, the idea would be we, we tried out with Sam. And Fields maybe is the guy we have learning, you know, in the background, maybe a future franchise guy if Sam Darnold doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Sam Darnold's still pretty young. I think he's, I don't know exactly how long he's been in the league, but I want to say like five-ish, six-ish, six-ish years, maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how it plays out. It should be an exciting draft for Panthers fans. But then, of course, we've got like the Jaguars have the first pick. They're, of course, going with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Um, the Jets are next. They just lost their quarterback, so they'll be picking up a quarterback, probably Zach Wilson from BYU. Mm-hmm. Um, the Niners are going third. They're probably going to pick up a quarterback. So it's like a lot could happen between those first few picks, and Fields might go, mm-hmm. which would change, which would probably change everything for the Panthers. I mean, we've got a couple really good receivers on the board, like awesome receivers. We've got a couple – or we've got a really good tight end, which the Panthers could could use that as well. Right. But um, 
yeah so we'll just be watching that tomorrow and talking about it next week that's pretty much the the main kind of the main bit of sports i really wanted to cover here gotcha all right well we'll see what happens next week we sure will well tomorrow well okay yes and then we'll talk about it next week Mm -hmm. um did you have any video game news i did not um not no i don't think so cool all right let's move on to not a whole lot going on tv yeah not 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 really uh i don't remember if we said last week or not but the discord is the microsoft discord deal was kaput so i think we did talk about that last week okay well there you go we said it again moving on before it even began (laughs) yeah moving on to television House of the Dragon officially in production for a 2022 debut. Um, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm excited about this because I love. Whoa, hello, Cora. Hey, she just, yeah, she, she just wants to be a co-host tonight. It's all good. It's all good. We, we've got room for everybody. We do. Um, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this show because I like, I like the world of Game of Thrones, even if the last season was trash, and I like the history, like. Like there's so much history because uh, George R. R. Martin spends most of his time writing history instead of finishing the books. Yeah. Um, but it, it so it's it's like very rich and I think it would be very interesting and and very um, entertaining. So I'm excited that it's it'll be here next year. I did not expect it that soon. Yeah, yeah, it's one of what like six Game of Thrones projects that HBO is working on right now. Right, they've got a shit ton. Yeah. So it's based on what is it based on Fire and Blood? It's kind of like the uh-huh, the, the like Targaryen history. history yeah history of the targaryens what 300 years before the show and you know you gotta obviously game of thrones ended pretty shittily Mm -hmm. almost as shittily as it could Um, went from the most popular show on tv to kind of forgotten like people don't talk about game of thrones anymore unless it's to talk about how shittily it ended (laughs) yeah Um, pretty much yeah so you got to think under competent directors it it should be a better scenario right like people who aren't like these people, who is it? Martin, Martin and Ryan Condal are co-creators. So I don't know these guys. Yeah. And there's probably not a great chance that Disney is going to give them a deal to make a Star Wars movie before the end of this show. Well, did so anybody it, really know D&D before they started making Game of Thrones? Well, no, but they were making it for years and years and years. Sure, and sure. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. I got you. I see your point. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm so I'm thinking I'm thinking that you can't really go wrong with Game of Thrones under some different people. Yeah. Um, I'm pumped for it. Yeah, I, I used to do a rewatch every year, like because you know the seasons would come out yearly, and I would do a rewatch Same. at least Same. at least twice a year. And yeah. I have not since the since the finale. Um, I've been I've been wanting to like. <laughs> she is going wild tonight. Yeah, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of action going on downstairs. That's. That's funny. Um, while we're at a break, uh, Jessica wanted to go back to sports news and say Red Sox are number one in the AL East and Yankees are last. Jessica, we do not talk baseball on this podcast, but thank you. Hey, last I checked, the um, Carolina Hurricanes were tied for first place in the NHL as well. Been meaning to get into hockey. Still haven't really done that. Yeah, I've been following them a little bit more this season. Um, and uh, at one point, so I came, so I was in the D.C. area before I moved to Charlotte a year and a half ago. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was a Caps, I was a Caps fan when they were winning the Stanley Cup, mm-hmm. because obviously I was. <laughs> and uh, whenever I checked, so I, I was looking at it a couple of weeks ago and they had the exact same record. They were both in first place on separate sides with the exact same rec- record. It was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. But yeah, screw the Red Sox. Yeah. And the Yankees for that matter. Yeah. Fuck them all. Um, <laughs> no, nah. no, nah, it's fine. Uh, Thank you for that tidbit, Jessica. Your input is always appreciated. Always. All right, so House of the Dragon. I'm excited. I'm thinking it's probably going to be a fall 22 debut. What do you think? So they said 2022? They did say that. Okay. I'm going to say summer just to uh, not agree with you, and also because I have a summer um, Outer Banks background. Okay. Well, there you go. Those are our picks. Next up on the docket is the Yasuke trailer. Have you uh, you you've seen it? We've talked about it a little bit, right? I have seen it. Yeah, and it, it looks pretty dope. This is one of the ones that I've been anticipating. Like me and Leo have been kind of talking about it as the trailer came out. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's nice. That's one of the surprises I told you about. Hey, okay. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, no, me I like, too. I like Lakeith. He's the man. I can get behind a black samurai anime. And cool. based on a true story, you know. Yeah, it looks like it. No, I'm I'm not I'm not asking, I'm telling. Yeah, it looks like it from all the uh 
paranormal shit. <laughs> I said based on, not a hundred percent factual. <laughs> Yasuke, like Yasuke like was a real person. Ghosts. Okay. And and yeah yeah he was a real person he was really black he was really a samurai so like I, feudal Japan yeah it was like fifteen thirteen fifteen something fifteen ninety three maybe I don't know there's a fifteen and definitely a three in there um, okay cool but yeah Did no he basically dressed like that I don't know I don't know what he wore um, I know some Thanks Portuguese uh, travelers brought him over to Japan and the and the 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 guy who was ruling over there he was like very interested because he'd never seen a black dude before. And he was like a foot taller than everybody else. And so he, oh, uh, here's a little fun fact. He thought that his skin had to have been like dyed with ink or something. So he made him strip and like scrub to try to scrub the ink off or whatever. And Mm -hmm. he was like, whoa, no, you're actually just like a black dude. Hmm. I think those were his his exact words though. Like you're actually a black dude. I know they talk like that back then. That was actually the first the first utterance of the word dude <laughs> was, was that uh, that guy back in feudal Japan. Yeah, history facts. There, there you go. go. Yeah, believe us, everybody. Don't 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 even look it up. Just just don't, believe it. Don't look it up. Our word is bond. Yeah, but no. Yeah, it it looks really cool. I believe it comes out April twenty ninth, twenty eighth, somewhere in there. It'll probably say at the end of this, right? Nah, I edited it out so it would just be the the videos. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah. Well, because he says. What we say goes, right? We just established that. So, yeah. April so, 29th. That's that's when it's coming, according to Tom- us. Tomorrow. Today. Oh, well, tomorrow. Oh, maybe tomorrow. It's probably tomorrow. It's probably a Thursday. If not that, then I would say Friday, you know? Yep. Oh, that's cute. Um, Yeah, so in other TV news, uh, we've got Bedrock. This is going to be a Flintstones sequel. Uh, WB Animation will produce the series for Fox Networks. And it's the story we got here is Fred nearing retirement as the family moves from the Stone Age to the Bronze Age. And we've got Elizabeth Banks executive producing, and she'll also be the voice of a 20 year old Pebbles, um, okay. which is interesting, I guess. I, I, I enjoyed the Flintstones when I was a child. Same, same. Um, so is this is this going to be fully a cartoon or is it you think it's going to be like CGI? Oh, that's a good question. Um Based on, I sent you that like little, what do you call it? I don't know, ad for it or whatever, um, mm-hmm. promo. It looked like it was 2D animation, but I don't know of many people really, new things coming out still using 2D animation. It's usually that 3D animation. So that's a good question. I hope it's 2D because I like, I like 2D better. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like whenever they like... Whenever they remake cartoons these days or, like, make, like, sequels to cartoons, they go from 2D to, like, 3D CGI a lot. Yeah, like, the, the new Rugrats uh, right. reboot which is looks 3D. Bu- which looks bizarre. It does. I'm, I'm not a... Just I, has a I don't know. Some things just, look just need to be 2D. I wonder if there are even people who still do, like, 2D animation anymore or if everybody's, like, shifted over to, like, all right, computer animation. I think most of it is. That's, that's sad. Yeah. Damn. Well, I hope I have high hopes for this. I I don't know. I feel like it might be one of those things that just like is like a one maybe two season thing and done just cuz there's so many remakes that don't really like cut the mustard and then they get cut, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you got to cut the mustard, you get cut yourself. I mean, that's just that's life. That's it's the circle of life. That is the circle of life. Um Science. But I mean, I'll definitely watch it. I mean, it's we're we're still in the the new like it's just now getting like what are you traction so we, we've got a while to wait before we even get it pre-production yeah that's that's the word i'm looking for um moving on to movie news um the oscars were on sunday did you watch clay i did not is that surprising um no because i also didn't watch it and i've watched the oscars every year for like over a decade i would say and then this year I did contributed to <laughs> that the numbers that they got. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there was a decline from like 23 point something million uh, last year to nine point something million this year, which is a pretty huge deck. Like it had already been declining for the past. Like, I don't know how many years were on that thing, like maybe 10 or so. Um, yeah, something like that. But it, this was a huge drop. Yeah, this was the biggest drop off. And I'm I'm sure the pandemic probably had something to do with that. Like um not many people really went to the movies, so movies and movie awards aren't on your mind, but 
yes, I know. You, I see you shaking your head like that. I know they've already been on the decline and people just yeah. don't care about awards show anymore. But to have that steep of a decline, I feel like not having movies last year had to have contributed a little bit. I think I think a little bit, although. Although I remember the movies that were in the Oscars last year and a lot of them I hadn't even really heard of. You know, yeah. so it's, mm-hmm. that seems to kind of be a trend with the Oscars. Obviously, there already has been a decline. And it, honestly, it might just be this might just be the time where the Oscars fall off. You think? Um, I doubt I it. Know. Hollywood loves to jerk itself off too much. It's not no, going no, no, anywhere. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that they're going to they're going to discontinue the Oscars. Oh, OK, um, I think that I think that as far as as far as like casual viewers go, the Oscars might not really be an exciting thing anymore. Mm. It hasn't been for me for a really long time. Yeah. No, I could see that. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe they rebound next year when theaters open back up. Who knows? We'll see. Um, let, we're just going to go over the big awards real quick. Uh, like Clay and I said, we didn't really see any of these movies, so we don't have much to say. But Best Director, Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. Best Animated, Soul. Supporting Actor, Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah. Supporting Actress, I'm going to butcher her name. I apologize in advance. Yoon Ya Jong Minari. Actor, Anthony Hopkins, The Father. Actress, Frances McDormand, Nomadland. Best Picture, Nomadland. There you go. That's your Oscar recap. That's all you need to know. Okay. And uh, what's cool about Chloe Zhao is that she's making The Eternals. Oh, I did not know that or realize that. Maybe I knew it at one point. but So she's making The Eternals, and there was actually a piece of news that came out today about um so so kevin feige actually did a statement today or interview or something like that and he mentioned he was talking about chloe zhao Mm -hmm. and he said something about she really 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 pushed super hard to use um practical like sets practical locations practical Mm -hmm. effects and things like that Mm -hmm. so in some of the footage that he took to the higher-ups to show in the production of the movie uh in that kind of like time frame they couldn't believe that it was all just real like they were looking at real shit they thought like this is all the effects this is right. cgi and so apparently eternals is going to be like the marvel movies have gotten into a trend of just like going so heavy into cgi battles and mm-hmm. and uh sets and environments and things like that so this right. might be might be more on like the christopher nolan side of things hey i'm i'm down for that me too i think it's pretty cool and obviously she's a great director so uh mm-hmm. i'll trust trust the process in Marvel, we trust. <laughs> in Feige, we trust. We do. Um, Russell Crowe, we, we've learned who his who he's playing in Thor Love and Thunder. He will be playing Zeus. Um, so yeah. that's just a fun little tidbit. I'm yeah. curious. I, I don't think he was on set for that long, so I don't know how big of a role Zeus is going to play. Um, yeah. But it, it is so short. interesting. And I feel like at first they, report, they were reporting that he was – a cameo role but he was on set for at least like a week or two so it, it seems like be, go ahead it might be some sort of like flashback or like history lesson or something mm, okay yeah i don't I, know because there's a there, it seems like there's going to be kind of a lot going on in that movie as it is you know yeah i don't really know anything yeah. besides uh jane becoming thor well we know the guardians are going to be in it oh, sure sure yeah 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 so that's that's just kind of another another aspect and we've got to have a whole Jane Foster becoming Thor storyline. Maybe she gets cancer like in the comics and, mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. So yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. They haven't really, there, there aren't many details around this movie at this point. Is it going to be too packed? Um, I think depending on what they're doing with Zeus and like, if there are any other gods in it, like whatever storyline they're doing with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I haven't seen I haven't seen I don't think I've seen enough for this movie to think that there's too much going on because there really aren't many details. Sure, sure. And I mean, yeah. Taika Waititi is a great director. I just don't want them yeah. to like overstuff it. But I mean, I I feel like he he he'll probably he probably knows how out. to rein it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and in more Marvel news, Captain America Four is in the works, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about Captain America and the Winter Soldier a little later. But um. Yep. They've greenlit the fourth one. And Anthony Mackie said he found out at the grocery store. They hadn't talked to him about that. Yeah, I was just about to say that. (laughs) Um, Some dude named Dwayne. Yeah, so him him and Bucky are both going to be in it, right? I would assume so. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, that's hyped. I wonder. I don't really want to see more of U.S. Agent in it. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I think maybe they they throw him in somewhere else, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of I'm kind of over the U.S. agent thing for now. I feel like they're putting the Thunderbolts together. So so I so I hope so. I think that mm-hmm. would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Do they get their own show, or are they going to show up in a movie, or what? So I've been I've been seeing a lot of speculation about Red Hulk showing up in the She Hulk show. Oh, so yeah, so like Thunderbolt Ross will be involved with that. I mentioned to you recently that. I, I don't know how it took me until the finale of Falcon and Winter Soldier to realize that we hadn't seen him at all. I feel like he would have been, would have, should have, could have been involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to show up again at some point, maybe in She-Hulk, maybe he maybe he goes the Red Hulk route in that, and the Thunderbolts kind of start in that and lead into Captain America 4, but I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, only time will tell. As it always does. <laughs> All right, next up on the docket, let's get to our main topics. First up, we've got Mortal Kombat. And mm-hmm. I will say, mm-hmm. Jessica and I, we've both had our shots. I told you this last week. We went to the theater. We watched it. It was a great experience. I loved being back. You saw it in the theater? We did see it in the theater. Okay. I thought hey. I always thought my first movie back into the theaters was going to be Black Widow. Mm-hmm. But this the the movie theater uh one of them here opened up last friday and so the opportunity was just like two i was like i can't i've got like it's open we've got our shots i've got to go mm-hmm. yeah and and full disclosure we are a fully vaxxed podcast yes 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 we are so we are a pro-vax podcast if you're listening if you're one of the well we have three people in here but there might be more people <laughs> listening tomorrow but if you're listening to this and you're not vaxxed go get vaxxed Maybe don't get the well. Is the Johnson Johnson one back? They put it back. Yeah, they 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 put it back. Cool, because that's the one that I got. So are you serious? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm serious. I'm serious. The one in, one and done. So, so God only knows what's going on uh, in your body within my uh, my arteries right now. um, (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. I mean, hey, there's there's always a risk with everything. I walk out the front door. It's a risk. You're right. uh, You're right. We'll see. So yeah. Um, anyway, get vaxxed if you haven't. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 our motto here today. Um, Mortal Kombat. So, you watched it, right? Yeah, we've talked it about it a bit. It did. Um, what'd you think? Okay, so the movie was pretty much exactly what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't expecting some some groundbreaking plot wasn't Mm -hmm. expecting you know the best character development i've ever seen in my life Mm -hmm. what i wanted to see in that movie was solid fight scenes um wanted to see the characters done justice Mm -hmm. uh, especially some of the main ones of course and i wanted to see fatalities yeah and i wanted to see callbacks to the game Mm -hmm. i feel like the movie was really good for that like they even said um jacks at one point I think after Jax did his fatality where he smashed the guy's head, mm-hmm. remember that? Mm-hmm. I think he said flawless victory. Uh, Kung Lao says flawless victory. Oh, that's right. That's right. After and that's he, after, he after fatalities. He the, yeah. Okay. So he had the best fatality in the movie. I think <laughs> that was, that was pretty dope. Um, yeah. I, I thought the fatalities were done well. My, I thought Sub-Zero was pretty cool for mm-hmm. the most part, specifically once he actually was Sub-Zero, which didn't take long. Right. Um, I wanted more Scorpion, so that that's yes, kinda, that was my only gripe. Well, one, yeah, that was my only gripe. Yeah, and we'll see more of him going forward, obviously. Sure. Yeah. What do um, you think of What do you think of the new guy? Not really a fan, honestly. Yeah, I thought I thought he was fairly he was pretty bland as a character. Yeah. Um, I did. I mean, once he once he got his powers, he which were you know, I thought his powers were stupid too. Kind of stupid. Yeah, okay. but it's like okay. So this guy, other, this guy who gets his ass kicked in the cage every other day, his yep. power is getting his ass kicked, and that just powers him up. And then he's got these random fucking like tomfas that come out yep. of nowhere, and the he's got this, this fucking ugly ass like armor skin. I didn't. I, what? What? I, yeah, it's like his skin turns to armor or something. I want to tell you what I honestly thought his family was gonna die, and he was gonna turn into Scorpion. So I actually was thinking that too. I thought, I thought like, because we hadn't seen Scorpion yet, and it's mm-hmm. like maybe he's actually dead. Mm-hmm. But we know this kid's, you know, related to him. Right. I was thinking that something like that was going to happen too. I wasn't thinking that Scorpion was just going to like return. Right. At some Same. Point randomly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. But yeah. No. So. So question. Yeah. 
So his family was frozen for like a number of minutes, frozen solid, rock solid. <laughs> yeah. you, you think you think they're good? Now nah, Luke Kang came up. in with the fire. They're good. He was like, "Don't worry, I'll warm you up after you've got fucking frostbite all over your body." Right. Yeah, and he even mentioned whenever Jax's arms got smashed, um, they mentioned like the ice cauterized the wounds. So it's like, mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. happened. That happened within seconds, right? So right. that ice was all over those people for like several minutes. Right. Um. I don't know. It is. I shouldn't. I shouldn't be nitpicking the. I shouldn't be nitpicking the logistics and the physics here. Nah, it's it's fine. You should. Um, Not for this one. <laughs> no. But we do have four of them coming. Four I will say, I was surprised that I don't know why. I I, I thought Cole looked too young to have a daughter that old. So I <laughs> she did too. Cora Cora agrees. I thought it was his sister at first. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, this is his little sister, and then no, it was his his daughter. I was like. When did you have her? How old were you? Yeah, I thought for sure that was his little sister. No, like, I feel there you. wasn't a doubt. There wasn't a doubt in my mind. Nope, nope. I first, me neither. I thought it was his sister. I thought that was his girlfriend, which ended up being his wife. Um, right. But like, I thought that was his little sister, and you know, they were just kind of maybe they lost their parents and they were together. But no, no, that was that was her dad. Yep. Yeah. Um, Especially yeah. What I'm whatever. I just assumed it was his sister. He's young. He's yeah, young, yeah, sure. he's a young-looking guy, and she was like, well, not, thir- no pun intended, since he's Cole Young. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm not really. A fan. I'm curious if they're going to put him in the video games now, though. I bet they will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I bet they will. I'm, um, I'll tell was, you what, I'm not going to play as him. No, nah. He's kind of. I've lame. seen all I need to see of that guy. I think lame. he. I think he's kind of lame. Yeah, I think he's kind of lame. Um. But I, I did I did think I thought they did a pretty good job with most of the characters. Oh, me most too. Most of the characters were, yeah, I thought they were pretty solidly done. Um, the Kano, guys, the bad guys. Yeah, Kano, Kano, hands down, my favorite. Kano, so um, funny. Who? Uh, Noob Cybot is he the guy with the red red eyes? With the oh no, um, Cabal. Oh yeah, Cabal. Who's Noob Cybot? Uh, Noob Cybot is who Bihan becomes after he's Sub Zero. Like he gets oh, killed, right. he gets that's killed right. and comes back yeah, as Noob Saibot. Yeah. That's right. I thought I actually thought Cabal was one of the coolest ones. I was, I liked how he was like kind of a shit talker, right? Um, but he also had like a really cool power and he looked really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, it sounds like we both like the movie as long as you go in knowing what you're going into. Like, it's yeah. not an Oscar movie. It's a dumb action movie. The right. acting is terrible. Um, terrible. Kano the script, Kano's the best the actor. Itself, the lines yeah. are not mm-hmm. good. Nope, nope. The writing terrible. You're, but you're not going there for that. You're going to see Why? the fatalities, to see the right. fights, and for that, I will say, it 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 it's it's great. Yeah, plot almost non-existent, but I wasn't looking for that. Mm-hmm. Like I've got I've got a couple of friends that that watched it, like Leo specifically, and he was like, movie fucking sucked. You know, the the plot development sucked, the character development sucked, like the acting was bad. It's like, bro, like that's not why we're watching this movie. Yeah, we're I should have watch- watched, watched it with him. I, I, I would have been able to give him a different vibe. Did he watch it by himself? I think so, mm-hmm. yeah. It was while I was in D.C. So I actually watched it in the hotel in D.C. with Sherry. Gotcha, okay. Yeah. Um, and we do know the actor uh, Joe uh, Taslim has signed on for four more Mortal Kombat movies. So yep. they're they're hoping like this thing goes. And I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't. It's... Like it's it's definitely one of the best uh, video game movies we've ever seen. Yeah, which is a low bar, but, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's like it's good. No, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I want more. Now. And as soon at the end, as soon as they were like, "Yeah, we got to go look for this guy in L.A." It's like, okay, Johnny Cage, obviously. Right. Yeah. So I was surprised yeah. he wasn't in this movie, honestly. But I was, I was too. Um, and as soon as. You know, as soon as the movie, well, not as soon, but when the movie started kind of getting into it pretty deep, and I, and I realized that Johnny Cage wasn't uh, wasn't going to show up, mm-hmm. you know, I thought back to the whole uh, Taslim signing on for four more movies, and I'm like, okay, like they're gonna, like he's gonna be in the next one for sure. Like, right. It's not gonna be movie three, four, five. Like he'll be in the next one. Yeah. They just didn't want to burn all of the characters at this point. I think makes sense. I will say, what well, I had a question in my head, and then it just there it went. Um. We were that talking about John. No, it's not. Oh, oh, oh. The markings. What did you think about the markings being like the designator for like these are your fighters? I thought it was kind of, I mean, kind of like a cheap plot device. Yeah, because I, I'm like, so, so are, and the the fact that you have to like 
kill somebody to get their marking to get your akana yeah. i'm like so so if kano comes back because we know people die in mortal kombat it's like a comic book people die and come back all the time mm -hmm. so like if they come back are they one gonna still have that akana and two do they need a mark again or are they just now free to traverse the the, the realms i don't i don't i mean this is something totally new so yeah uh, they, yeah they're gonna do whatever they want with it they they can probably bring back kano obviously sub-zero is not dead that's mm -hmm. the most obvious thing in the world right um yeah because he's coming back for four more films right um but yeah no that was that was i feel like the the markings were like kind of cool but kind of messy in a in a, yep. in a in a way but whatever again yeah i i will say like I've always been a really big Sub-Zero guy. Like mm -hmm. He's always kind of been my guy in Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. And I thought they gave him some really dope scenes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially toward the beginning. So, like, the thing where he shows up to whatever, like, little ice cream shop they're at, and he, like, freezes all the water in the air and then mm -hmm. just, like, makes it hail on everyone. Yeah, that was that awesome. That was really cool. Mm -hmm. And then when Jax was following him, before they fought, they were in the alleyway, and Sub Zero has that thing where he slips into the doorway, mm. and there's just like a cloud of ice that like sucks into the doorway with him. That yeah. was really dope. No, and yeah. then obviously the fight with Sub Zero and Scorpion was was the best part of the movie. Of course, yeah. And we waited all movie to see it, so it better fucking yep. be. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Awesome. Anything else you want to say about Mortal Kombat? Not really, other than the fact that I am now looking forward to the rest of these movies. I will be happily watching them with my expectations fairly low, which will allow me to enjoy them like I did this first one. Exactly. That's how you got to go in. Yep. All right. Let's move on to Falcon and Winter Soldier, or should I say Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Bing, bing, bing. bing. Um, all right. So what did you think of the finale? I thought, so I had, overall, I liked it. Spoiler alert, by the way, chat. Yes. If you haven't seen Falcon and the Winter Soldier, then get the hell out. Go on, get. Um, I liked it. I liked it. I little dissatisfied with some of the ending. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mentioned to you that I thought they, they rushed Bucky's conclusion along very quickly. Mm -hmm. You know, I would have liked to see a little bit more of him, you know, closing the loop with Nakajima. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah little bit more of that interaction because it's it's basically like okay i killed your son okay bye mm -hmm. you know now you can now you can like live your life free but it's like you know it, it, like sam told him the thing he was like look you need to be like of service to these people don't just mm -hmm. do things to make yourself feel better right and it almost kind of felt like that's what he was doing in that final scene like look i just gotta i just gotta do it you know it'll yeah it'll let me cross off the last name on my list and then i'm good of course um i also thought the power broker thing was wrapped up pretty quickly i mean they built it up you know, like we knew that it was we knew that it was sharon but it was sharon all we'll the long it was and we'll probably see her going forward obviously but mm -hmm. you know it seemed like that wrapped up very quickly as well but other than that so than that, i look what's up i was gonna say you finish other than that i'm sorry i shouldn't have interrupted because i'm just gonna go back to sharon yeah i was gonna say other than that i thought the the spot where the episode opened up you know right in the middle of all the action he's already captain america yeah we're in the middle of this mission we're seeing him come in i mean he arrives doing a really cool uh, falcon captain america move throwing the shield through the window and then coming in through the hole and catching it mm -hmm. you know the suit looks dope the wings look dope mm -hmm. anthony mackie looks dope um i thought it was a lot of really cool just like captain america action mm -hmm. not so much for Bucky, but yeah. you know, I was I was satisfied with the way they turned him into Captain America, and I thought the finale was really good at establishing him as Cap. I thought they did a good job with that. Yeah, agree. Um, there's that part you were talking about with the really cool Cap scene. Um, yep. Yeah. So let's let's talk. Let's work our way backwards. The soup does look the soup. The suit does look dope. Um, Jessica's only complaint about the suit is she thinks the headpiece looks stupid, but I'm like, that's straight out of the comics. It's yeah, it's, it's from the comic. A lot of people are like, he has to have a helmet. Mm -hmm. You know, he's just a regular guy. Why the hell? He's flying around. He's always like busting through windows and debris and things mm -hmm. like that. But, you know, it's comic accurate, so I'm happy with it. Yeah. Um, uh, and then let's, okay, so Sharon being the power broker, I'm still not totally convinced. I'm 
I'm of the mind now that possibly maybe the power broker is less one person and more a group of people. Because who, who was she talking to on the phone, right? Like she was talking to somebody talking about like, oh, we've got all these weapons and government mm-hmm. secrets and all that. Like we're good to go now. Yeah. Um, which so that makes me think like the power broker is not just one person or she's not even or if it is one person, then she's just like the front and somebody else is maybe the real power right. broker. Yeah, I, I would really like to think that there's more going on there because the way that they presented it, it seemed seemed a little simpler than I thought it was going to pan out. Mm-hmm. I think there's more there's more to it, and we'll figure out more as this stuff goes on. Right. Um, do you think – all right, so she's obviously at least uh, – like she's obviously playing for the bad team, but do you think she's really bad or do you think she's uh, – what did you say last time, triple agenting? Yeah. So we, yeah, we talked about this before and I think, I think when it comes down to it, like she's always going to be someone who's playing all sides. Mm-hmm. Like she's going to, she's going to be playing for the good guys. She's going to be playing for the bad guys. I mean, she helped, she saved um, Sam's life at the end, obviously. Mm-hmm. She's still, she's not all bad. You know, she's the, but was she saving the, Sam's life or was she hiding, covering her own tracks? Because Carly knew she was the power broker and she shoots both. her before. Okay. You say both. both. Okay. Yeah. Because if she, because if she really, really, really wanted to clean up all of the loose ends, then she would have killed Sam too. Sam doesn't know she's the power broker. I mean, he's they're they're they okay. Bucky probably knows something. You know, he's got a spy background. They're gonna know, right? Like these guys aren't stupid. Mm. They're gonna either know very soon. But you know, you let your guard down idea. when you're like around people that you think you can trust. You kind of let your guard down a little bit. You're not always on, you know. So maybe he's not on. Right, but I know. I mean, we can probably say for a fact that Bucky doesn't fully trust Sharon, right? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, we know he maybe idolizes that, Steve, and Steve trusted her. So. Yeah, but I mean, the interaction that they had earlier on in the season, where Bucky was like, "Oh, she's awful now," um, <laughs> I think I think Bucky's smart enough with his background to not like he's not going to buy he's not going to fully buy into any of that type of thing. Regardless mm-hmm. of who it is, mm-hmm. and regardless of you know his respect for Steve, Sam's maybe a little bit more idealistic, but sure. But I think like Bucky's got to know something. He's at least got to have like an idea or a theory, and of course the truth's going to come out eventually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Sharon should Sharon probably knows that too, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but no, I think I think she's always going to be playing all sides, thinking about herself, but also you know the two sides that are going at each other. Right. Yeah, and I feel like. So she's definitely talking on the phone to somebody we haven't seen yet. Otherwise, or somebody they haven't, they plan on introducing and haven't cast yet. Because otherwise, why not just show the person on the other th- other end of the line, or at least like a mm-hmm. silhouette or something, right? Yep. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm curious to see where that goes. I I wanted a little bit more out of that, but I I'm intrigued for sure. Yeah, I think I think overall the show did a really good job of making me like a lot more interested, making me care a lot more about Sam and Bucky, who I kind of didn't really care that much about before. Right. Especially Sam. Um, I mean, he was always just kind of the sidekick before and Bucky kind of was too. Yeah. He was super interesting when he was this evil, you know, assassin villain. Mm -hmm. And then when he came over to the the light side, he became a little bit less interesting to me, but Mm -hmm. now I, I really like their dynamic. I think they are great together on screen. I'm excited to see more of, of both of them. Um, I do kind of want Bucky to get like a different outfit. I think his is pretty boring. Just like the leather jacket yeah, with the yeah, with the arm they, ripped off. I think they need to figure out some sort of new new like I- hero identity for this guy. What would you like to see? I don't know. Maybe they make him more of the White Wolf. Yeah, that would be pretty dope. He gets his own like vibranium Wakanda suit and he becomes the White Wolf. I'd be down for that. I want to say the White Wolf in the comics always had long hair too, and. I like Bucky better with his long hair. Doesn't the White Wolf have a mask on? I want to say he. Let's see. I'm pretty. Oh I typed in White Wolf and then just clicked search, and it just brought up pictures of white wolves. Of course it did. Um, <laughs> I'm seeing the picture I'm seeing is like he's got like a full helmet on. So, all. Okay. But he That's does right. have he does have like a type of cape oh, thing. No, I think I'm thinking of Killmonger in the comics, actually. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. That'll do it to you. Yeah, it sure will. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely was. Killmonger always had long hair in the comics. Gotcha. Obviously. Obviously. Um, yeah. 
Okay, so back to Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, what do you think? Like, is this going to tie into Loki or is Loki like its own separate? Because like, I feel like so far we've had Wanda and Falcon. Neither mm-hmm. of them really touched on the other. They're kind of their own little separate entities yeah. within this larger universe. Do we know when the Loki show takes place? I do not know. So, series takes place after the events. Well, okay. Does it say after the events of Endgame? Like, no yes. shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's got to so be. It's kind. Is, that's kind of a weird be... thing to say. When does it take place? Because they're dealing with time travel. Right, and it take. And I want to say it starts. It starts within a whole new timeline. So, I would say, if anything, it would only really tie in if it gets to the point where he cleans up these timelines enough to where they start to like converge back to the, the original one. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say that the connections are probably going to be minimal for all these shows. Okay. Loki will obviously talk about the events, uh, you know, in the MCU past Mm -hmm. and then kind of move forward from there. But I would be surprised if I see connections to, um, Falcon and winter soldier, Mm -hmm. I would be less surprised if I see connections to WandaVision. You'd be less surprised if you see connections to WandaVision. Okay. Because of, you know, kind of we kind of have a multiverse thing going on now. Sure. Depending on depending on when Loki takes place in the the like standard MCU timeline, then like the WandaVision thing may have may have gotten like some big notoriety at that point. Right. That makes sense. That was a pretty big event. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, let's see, what else do we have in Falcon and Winter Soldier? Oh, um we kind of mentioned this earlier, uh US agent. Um, when we're talking about Captain America four, but it looks like mm-hmm. Val is is setting up her own team, which I speculate is the Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts. So is she working with Ross? So I'm just gonna say yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to say yeah. Let's mm-hmm. just say yeah, and just uh, move forward with that in mind. So I'm I'm my only thing is I'm wondering when the next time we're gonna see either of these people, Val or U.S. Agent, is Black Widow. Be. Okay. Oh, we do know that Val is in Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a in, prequel, so in the past, yeah. right? In the past, I guess I meant moving forward in the timeline. Like, where would they fit into this stuff? Um, I don't know. No, I don't know either. Uh, maybe, maybe as the shows go on, they just open stuff up more and more. Yeah, I feel like the Thunderbolts. It's got to be like Marvel's answer to the Suicide Squad, right? Right. So, and and you know, I mentioned that we might get red Hulk. Well, I don't know. It's pure speculation, but we might yeah. get red Hulk in she Hulk. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe she Hulk ties into, you know, where uh, Falcon and winter soldier ended up. We're definitely getting, um, abomination as well yeah. in she Hulk. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've been curious where that motherfucker has been. Right. Is he on the raft? Um, I don't think so. Hmm. Where is he? We'll a lot find of out. people are in the raft these days, though. After Falcon and the Winter Soldier, <laughs> they put a bunch of people in the raft. Yeah. Well, actually, no, they got blown actually, up. A lot of them got blown up before yeah. they got there. <laughs> yeah, they were well, gonna Zemo's go to the, the raft. Zemo's in the raft, at least. Yeah. Oh yeah, his butler blowing those people up. I was like, okay, badass, Alfred. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. I yeah. like how and they're. I well, <laughs> whenever that happened, I was thinking to myself, okay, Zemo got the last lap, and then they say, yeah, so it turns out Zemo got the last lap. <laughs> You should be a writer. Yeah, I really should. And oh. then, why don't, okay, look, going forward, things are going to change between us. So I'm going to become, I'm going to become a writer, but you're also going to be a co-writer. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to star in everything that we write mm-hmm. and also direct it mm-hmm. and produce it. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, maybe I shouldn't even be involved at all. <laughs> this sounds kind of like a Seth Rogen, Evan uh, Goldberg type deal. <laughs> I think I could. Wait, is his last name Goldberg? No. Um, Evan. I think so. Is it? Okay. Anyway, that's what it sounds like uh, this is shaping any up whom, to be. Any whom. Yeah. Um, um, Seth Rogen, by the way, is the executive producer of the Invincible, uh, the show Invincible. I did know that. Have um, you been watching it? No, no. I'm, I'm just going to binge it one day. Okay, so it's it's really dope. The finale is I know, this Friday. I know, I know, the finale is this Friday. I will binge it, it all. Past. This past episode is one of the best episodes of anything I've watched in a while. Yeah. Well, we were supposed to both watch uh, Sasquatch and talk about it this week, but we did not. Oh, that's right. But it's I fine. I, d- I didn't watch it either because I was 
busy doing other things. Maybe that's a next week thing. Probably. I'll binge watch. I'll try to binge watch Invincible. I'll watch at least a little bit of it. Maybe we can do like Sasquatch because we don't have a main topic for next week because we don't have a Marvel show or anything. So maybe right. we can talk um, maybe first half of Invincible and then Sasquatch. And then the following week, we'll talk the rest of Invincible. How about that? Sounds good. All I right. think I'm going to grab the Invincible comics, too. I'm hearing really good things about them. And the okay. story is a little bit different. Okay. Um, back to Falcon, though. Um, yep. I did see this theory that um, Sharon is a scroll, and that's why she's doing all this shady shit. What do you think? What do you think of that? Or do you think she's right, really Sharon? Because we got Secret so, Invasion and so coming up, so people are going to the... be scrolls. So, okay, did we decide that there are multiple factions of scrolls? We did decide that because we okay, need to have scrolls evil scrolls. Know, yeah, because the scrolls that we know are some nice fellas. Yeah. Okay. But okay. there's got to be like an evil faction is what we decided in our own. So Sharon. Head. Okay, so if Sharon's a scroll, where's Sharon? Where did they keep the heroes when they did the secret invasion the first time? They kept them in like tanks somewhere, didn't they? Right. Okay. Okay. Well, interesting. I hadn't really thought about that. I'm, but, dude, I, mm-hmm. I, and I hesitate to buy into the this person or that person is a scroll because you could, that's like an easy theory to make about anybody. <laughs> you can just throw point, them out and say like point. this person's a scroll. This person, yeah, no, I understand. But we do I think, like. I'm pretty sure that Sam Wilson in the show is a scroll. You think so? Yeah. I don't think how so. How else could he? How else could he uh, move around in that suit with no helmet and not die? <laughs> hey, how could he hold that? Uh, truck up with his bare hands with his human arms at the end when he caught that truck that was falling he was using the jet pack to kind of help push okay so I, I saw somebody on reddit make this uh, make this analogy so the truck and his jet pack are the bread and Sam is the peanut butter and jelly <laughs> smash <laughs> right the human body still can't withstand that you know it's the suspend that, some disbelief the, so my thing is, they could have easily just put his wings up. You know, he did the one thing where, what did he do? When uh, the helicopter just, was coming down and he covered it? Is that what you're going to talk about? That's one of them. So the wings are super strong, obviously. So mm-hmm. all he would have had to do is put them in. Remember when in Endgame he killed that one really big alien guy? He, like, stabbed him with his wings. Yeah. So he could have just stabbed the wings into the truck like that, just made him rigid. And it would have been so much more believable, but... No, he just used his human arms to uh, to hold it up. It's Whatever, a, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna nitpick a superhero show. Yeah, yeah. What are you What are you doing over here? Anyway, so you think Sam Wilson's a scroll? I will say, Sharon Carter's a scroll. And you know who I? Okay, do you know who I think is a scroll? Who? Okay. Do you remember? Remember the kid that said, "Hey, you're the Black Falcon," and he said, "Does that make you Black Kid?" <laughs> Clearly, that kid would not. That interaction would not have happened if that kid wasn't a scroll. All right, you heard it here first. Black kid in Baltimore Street is a scroll, according to Clay. His official superhero name is Black Kid. What does that make you, Black Kid? Ah, love that one. My dad said you're Black Falcon. Um. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So there's I I I'm so curious about the rest of the future of this like. Sharon doing bad shit. Uh, mm-hmm. What kind of Captain America Bucky shit we're going to get into in Captain America 4. Um, hopefully the yeah. Thunderbolts coming in. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. The MCU is not dead. It's still alive. Hey, we still got Mephisto out there, too. I'll yeah, he's still lurking in the shadows. Okay, so I don't know if you noticed, but the new Captain America suit, right? So Sam's got the new suit. And I don't know how this is a thing because the Wakandans made it for him. Mm-hmm. They might be they might be in on the whole thing. But did you notice that there is there's like a suspicious amount of red in the suit? What do you why is it what do you mean? Why is it suspicious? Because Sam has to be Mephisto wearing that much red. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about before we wrapped it up? No. <sighs> I'm just excited. So, so Loki comes out in uh, what June? Is it? June? Yeah. Okay. So we've got the Bad Batch in between, mm-hmm. which starts what next week? May fourth. It comes out on Star Wars Day. Okay. So next. Oh yeah, May the fourth. Okay. Um. So we got Bad Batch. We'll probably be watching that, or I will at least. To I'll hold watch me it. over until Loki. Even though I'm not um, caught up on Clone Wars, I'll still watch it. 
Yeah. I feel like it, it can it can be its own have, like Yeah, in the in season what's the final season of Clone Wars seven? Yeah. So they have they have a solid stretch of episodes at the beginning that are just about the bad batch in mm. episode seven or in season seven. Cool. So it gives you a lot of background into who they are and what they're all about and they probably did that thinking back because they were setting up a bad batch show. Probably. Probably. That's smart on them. Yeah. Should be chill. So I'll be watching that and then I'm looking forward to Loki. Awesome. I think Loki might be my favorite. It might end up being my favorite Marvel show so far. It looks like it might be the most fun. Yeah, definitely. Especially with all the different Lokis and and time travel and stuff. And Owen Wilson. Wow. 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 His character seems pretty cool in that. Seems pretty funny. Yeah. Um, No, I'm excited. I wish, I wish we didn't have to wait so long. I'm we we were we had it perfect where our MCU we were gonna get different MCU stuff every month, but then they fucking pushed Black Widow from May to July and that fucked yeah. everything up. So mm-hmm. here we are. Here we are. But it's all right. So okay, here's the thing. So U.S. agent trained with Taskmaster in the comics. Correct. I think that's gonna be a thing here. Taskmaster's got to show up after Black Widow at some point, right? I hope so. I hope they don't kill him. Um, so do they train together? I think I think do. so. Maybe maybe Taskmaster ends up training the Thunderbolts. Mm, okay. Or just being or a p- part, part of, of him. Yeah. 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 I like that. Okay. Cool. Let's go with that. Awesome. All right. Taskmaster in the Thunderbolts. You heard it here first on Masters of the Cultureverse. You sure did. Wow. Wow. All right. Uh, anything else, Clay? That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Twitch. Uh, chat for coming in and hanging out with us. Um, we're excited. These live shows, they see everything. I don't think we had any hitches. It was pretty nice, pretty smooth. Um, so write, write in to masters.cultureverse at gmail.com or give us a DM at masters.cultureverse on Instagram and let us know what you thought of the live stream. If you want more live streams, what you think would make it better or just the podcast in general. Any questions, any shout outs you want to make, all that good stuff. You know, we love to hear from you. So, I'm Caleb. That's Clay. We're the Masters of the Cultureverse, and we'll see you next week. Bye.